name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about it's okay to not feel okay. So this is a conversation I wanted to have with our whole community and create some strategies and tools for, because I can't tell you how many people have come to me in the last couple of months and said a variety of different things, things like, you know, I just don't feel like myself or, you know, I'm feeling stressed on a daily basis a lot more often. Why? Like what's going on with me? I can't understand why. And I've had so many conversations with literally people close to me in my life, friends, family members saying things like this. And I can hear inherently in some of what they're saying, like almost a slight self-judgment, like this tone of like, I should be fine. What's wrong with me that I'm feeling like this. And I really wanted to normalize that. Like we've as a collective gone through a very difficult time for the past 18 months. And you know, I wanted to take some time to create a series and, and we're going to hopefully put a video out likely on Mondays of every week. And I just want to talk about a whole bunch of different resources and tools for you guys in terms of some of the things that have been affecting people in a variety of different ways. So like more than anything, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty that people are feeling a lot of lacking, being able to like go have novelty in their lives for those of, of you that are explore, like, you know, exploratory and adventurers and like to travel and do things. Obviously that dynamic has changed and, and that can be one of our six basic human needs, like literally, um, exploration travel, it's, it qualifies as uncertainty, but, um, it's really like that novelty, that exploration, that ability to try new things and learn that way. And obviously that has changed for a lot of people. We've seen a lot of people burnt out and run down because a lot of people's job situations have changed where there's more pressure on some, and then other people are struggling to find jobs for a variety of different reasons, or have been let go from a company or job. Um, and then there's just been things like loneliness and isolation and, um, feeling out of control for a lot of you guys, or just sudden changes in general. And there's so many ways that like everything that's taken place in the last year and a half going on two years has affected individuals. And so what I wanted to do is just talk about supportive resources and tools for people's mental health on this variety of topics. Um, and I'm going to start with giving you one specific tool today. So by the way, I'm visiting my mom's visiting my mom in Toronto and you may hear background noise. I think there's somebody here like cutting her grass or something. Um, so that's why my background is different. And hopefully that isn't too disturbing if you hear buzzing going on in the background. Um, so for the next little while, we're going to put these tools out. And what I would love for you to do, if you can, is just write in the comments, like any way that you've been affected by everything that's taken place over the last while and what mental, emotional resources you need from me. So I can create some of these for you guys. Um, you you know, we used to not do a daily YouTube video. And then when the whole pandemic started taking place, this is when I was like, okay, we're going to put this daily structure out for people and just have a supportive resource this way. So I feel honored and really excited to be able to supply these things to you guys. Um, I've been really blessed in my life to obviously learn these tools and resources. So I felt really good during this entire time for the most part, of course, like seeing other people go through challenges and struggles. And I've still had my own days of uncertainty and, and, you know, like things are changing and how to keep up and, and all those different things. But, um, you know, I am lucky to have a lot of tools. So I would love, love, love to share that with you guys in any way that you really need. Um, now I'm going to start with a tool for today that you can sort of 
utilize. And, and then hopefully you can follow along with me on a weekly basis to check in um, and to take a new tool on that's going to be related to like some of these things we've talked about, uncertainty, burnout, isolation, job changes, all these different things, loneliness, anxiety. Um, and the first tool here is to recognize that we can normalize our emotions. And I, I always use this analogy for people, like when we're talking about how to treat the relationship we have to our own emotions, I love to think of like, if you saw a child in distress, how would you treat that child's emotions? And what you would find is you wouldn't do anything in polarities. You wouldn't, number one, ignore the child's emotions and be like, stop crying, stop crying, stop crying, who cares? Suck it up, because that's not healthy. But you also wouldn't do something where you keep feeding the problem that a child is facing. So let's just use the example of a child comes home from school and they're crying and they got a bad grade. And so they come to you and they say, you know, maybe they're five years old and they say, I failed this test and I'm stupid and I can't do anything. And I'm not, I don't want to go back to school. Well, you're not going to be like, stop crying. That's silly. And you're also not going to be like, oh, you are not smart enough. And you're correct, right? You're going to go to the child. And the first thing you're going to do is be like, Hey, I see you. I see your emotions right now. You're not necessarily going to say it in, in those words, but you're going to go up and you're going to be present with that child. And you're going to say, what's going on? Why are you crying? Are you okay? And you're going to sit there and you're going to hear that child out and see what their points of distress are. And you may hear them say, Oh, I got the poor grade and I'm not smart and all these different things. And then you're going to sit with that child and you're going to go, hold on a second. You know, it's okay to get a bad grade. Sometimes we're not supposed to be perfect and we can work on, you know, studying a little bit more and we can take action steps so that you can be better and feel safer and more comfortable in your classroom or, or feel more empowered kind of thing. And obviously I'm using adult language, you'd, you'd say this in, you know, five-year-old language, like simplified. And then you would say, and you are smart. Look at where you are smart. Let me show you, you're great at this. You're great at that. And you would help to change that narrative that's causing the child to feel that pain in the first place. And what I want us to understand from this analogy is that our emotions are feedback. We have emotions as the effect of having a situation happen, giving meaning to the situation. And that's really a huge part of what creates emotional output. Now there can be unmet needs as well, but when we give painful meaning to something like I'm not smart enough, then that's where we get that pain, that, that suffering really. And as a child, that, that you can see that interpretation. If the child instead said, oh, I failed the test, but I recognize I didn't study. And I know next time if I study, I'll be great. You know, then they wouldn't have that same byproduct of suffering. And so the same thing happens for us. And this is what I want as our first tool is for us to recognize it's okay to not feel okay. And that's also feedback for us. That's where we can sit down with ourselves and be like, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? What painful meaning am I assigning to my life, to the situations that are causing me stress right now? And can I sit with myself like I would with a child and say, no, I am smart in these, in these ways. And maybe there's a mistake that happened here. Or maybe I, you know, in the future can study harder for something, or maybe in the future I can, you know, address the situation differently or make amends or whatever it might be that's causing you that distress, but I am capable of getting there. And, and can I change the painful meaning I give to a situation to change the emotional output? And that's one really great strategy to A, normalize your emotions, B, be present with them and listen to them and C, work on the root causes to what creates that negative emotional output. So you can change that, fix that, 
you know, work through that painful meaning. So you're not hurting yourself with thinking, oh, I'm this, this, this thing happened in my life. And, and I'll give you some examples as it relates to some of the last year and a half for people. It's like, sometimes people are thinking there's so much uncertainty. I'm not going to be able to function in life, or there's so much uncertainty. I can't do anything. I'm totally out of control and powerless in my life, or there's isolation. I'm going to be alone forever. Or if I was lovable enough, I wouldn't be so isolated, you know, and we give these really painful pieces of meaning. And we're going to talk a lot about these different versions over the next little while. But one of the first steps you can take is to listen to yourself find out where the source of your emotions are. Like, when did I start feeling badly? What's going on that's causing that? What's happening? And actually introspect, unpack that emotion, then try to work on that meaning you're giving to things and try to shift your perception to something that empowers you more and still takes your feelings into consideration. But that isn't you just running this narrative like, oh, I'm stupid or I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough, you know, as the analogy of the child with the poor grade, um, because that's, that may be an experience we had where we didn't do something well enough, but that doesn't define our character and who we are. It doesn't make you not capable. It means that there's probably stuff going on that led to the, the less optimal outcome. And so the more we can sit with ourselves and just, you know, unpack some of what we're feeling, understand why, and challenge some of the beliefs we have about ourselves, this is how we start to create change and, and positive emotional shifts. And if you want to do a much deeper dive into this, um, I actually have a whole guided process course that you can check out for free for seven days. And I'm only doing seven day free trial for, for our YouTube channel from now on. We don't offer it site-wide or to anybody else. Um, and what we're doing in that course is you can go through and it's just all the core wounds and the different interpretations we have. So whether it's feeling trapped or powerless or unloved or disconnected or abandoned or afraid, you know, these different feelings that we have are core wounds that come up it's actually a process for you. I, I got, it's like a guided meditation kind of, but a little more interactive where I ask you a series of questions that helps you to challenge your own perceptions that way and change some of the emotional output, get relief. And there's a lot of reprogramming tools that are sort of laced in there to help relieve those core wounds once and for all. So if you click the link in the description box below, um, you can check that out for the seven day free trial, as well as um, the course itself is called guided processes for advanced core wounds. And it can just help you to work through some of these like muddy feelings that we may be experiencing. So anyways, that's it for today. Thank you so much for watching and for being here. Stay tuned for future episodes. Hopefully on Monday, Mondays, we will be releasing them um, so that you can have access to like some tools, some support, and please let me know anything else that you want in the comment section below. Thank you. I'll see you in the next video.